let's just record. <laughs> like, let's just record that. <laughs> or we just talk about the Marvel multiverse for no reason. <laughs> Do you guys like the Marvel multiverse? It's fine. It's not. It has not reached its peak or the potential that it definitely has at the moment. That's what I got to say about that, Cliff. That's what I got to say. It is nowhere near good enough to really be hyped for at the moment. That's my problem with the MCU. And why is that my problem with the MCU? Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another installment of the Splash Podcast. I'm one of your hosts as always. I'm Zeke the Geek and joining me as always is Cliff the Tall One. And today, folks, gal, pals, non-binary pals, today we discuss Thor, Love, and Thunder. Apparently this movie is divisive. But I ain't listening to other people yet because this is the first time I'm talk about it. Well, second time we already talked on the phone about it, but now we're just gonna really go into depth. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Cliff, how about you know, give us your overall general thoughts? Also, this is continuing on our splash on Thor, where right. we have reviewed Thor one, Thor: The Dark World, the best Thor movie. Spoiler alert: Thor Ragnarok, and now Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, so, Cliff. What do you think about this movie? Your general overall thoughts. Let me go deal with my dog. I apologize, everybody. I like the movie. Um, I do have some questions about uh, a couple things, but yeah, overall, I was entertained. I had fun. Um, I think mainly one of the reasons I enjoyed this movie was because my expectations for it were kind of low. Like literally when I I was walking to the theater after I got off work and I was just like, yeah, I'm going to see Thor 11 Thunder. Cool. You know, and I like I wasn't too overly ecstatic for this movie, which mind you, yeah, we'll have to talk about just our thoughts on one one of these days. We should make a video on how we just feel about each character as a whole. We're like we just spend like an hour and be like, how we feel about Doctor Strange in general, how we feel about Captain America, both Steve and Sam, how do we feel about I think that's my problem with phase Mm -hmm. four in general, is like there's no clear leader for the next evolution of the mcu like we had cap we had iron man Mm -hmm. tony and steve like the pillars of the mcu those pillars are gone right i don't know if sam wilson can fill that same role because i don't know if they're going to give him the same focus and care and quality that i think his movie should deserve And that's what worries me because it's like, it'd be great if the Russo brothers were able to do the Falcon version of a Captain America movie, but it's probably not, it's definitely going to happen. And that just got its director. So that's right. Uh, His name is um, Julius Ona, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And non binary Um, folks. uh, We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, that's like, that's that's my problem with MCU right now. So it's not like a, I mean, in general, there's not like a clear path because oh. the thing is, it's a connective universe. You can't just be like, ah, well, this is a movie in its own bubble. It's like, mm-hmm. it's a connective universe now. I need to start seeing that in reality a little bit for me, where it's just like, yo, it'd be great if you're walking down the street of Manhattan and you see Spider-Man just whiz by real quick. You know, like, I'd love to see that kind of integration one day in these movies, but I know that's not going to happen because there's a lot of logistical reasons why that can't happen. But then again, if you're having a person fly overhead, all you need is a good CGI for it. But again, that's conversation for another day. We're here to talk about Thor Love and Thunder. I mean, yeah, that's that's kind of right. We'll get back to that movie in a second. But yeah, that's kind of been like, remember how I kept saying for like years, I was just like, yo, we're now heading into the point where these movies are just like the comics where it's like they're not really leading to I mean they're leading to something but it seems like they're leading to multiple things but at the same time you don't necessarily have to watch any of these other projects like if you just want to watch Shang-Chi cool if you just want to watch Thor that's all you have to watch you just want to watch Miss Marvel Hawkeye whatever fine because at this point like what yeah, we're there's what, a lot of on? information yeah that kind of enhances the viewing at least for a lot of our established characters Mm. which is a problem i do have with this movie because 
because Thor four as much as as much as I enjoy it, and like I like we all know they retcon as they go along, and there's a lot of things in this movie that's just like, wait, this is never a thing. Wait, how do we get here? Wait, how does this happen? Blah 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 blah. And I think that's also partially why I like it because this is the I think this is the biggest deviation for a Marvel movie ever. Like it's in continuity, but at the same time, this does not fit within what they set up if that makes sense like you recognize everything you recognize the characters you recognize the weapons the world around it but it just feels so out of place that like yeah i'm just sitting here being interesting well, the tone of this movie like it's the tone um because let, let me give my general thoughts um and let me be honest off the bat i i saw this movie around like my screening was 8.45 and I went to the movie tavern. That's late for us old so, people. <laughs> uh-huh. That's late for us old people. Yeah, but it's all good. Um, so when I saw it, I was tired, you know, like I was just already tired. Um, <laughs> and so part of me is just like, shit, I, I probably will have to watch this movie again before I like actually rank it, rank it, rank mm-hmm. it in the grand scheme of my MCU ranking as a whole, which I need to revisit because things have come out and wrong. Yeah, you gotta start Letterbox so you can at least just have that all like squared away so if you ever need to pull it up, be like, wait, what's my ranking? Oh yeah, here's the list. Bam, I got it all right here. I'll work on that for sure. Um, yeah, like it I thought the movie was fine. It's sort of mid. It's middling. Um, mm. And that's my problem. I think a lot of the MCU movies currently just feel middling. Most of them. Not all of them. Like, No Way Home. It's, a, it's yeah. a different ball game for that movie, so it's not fair to compare the two, but I'm just like, this is the fourth Thor movie. And, and technically, I they think only got one right. Arguably one right. In terms of I enjoyed the first Thor movie. Um, you know, just for like, hey, here's how we started. But as this character has grown, he's just gotten dumber. He's a device for comedy, which I think is why yeah. I like him. And I'm like, sad. yes, but I also want Thor to be a, a, an actual full-fledged character. Because mm-hmm. um, there are a lot of things in this movie that I feel... One, like you said, come out of nowhere. Two, just sort of is happening for the sake of a joke and not for any actual dramatic moment. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I'm I'm getting a little bit tired of, ah, oh, we got these great actors, let them improv. No, write a script. You don't win a, not, listen, I know I'm about to sound super pretentious, but it's like, you don't win a script by doing improv. You don't win an Oscar by doing improv, you know, for writing, like, cause that's not your words anymore. It's someone else's, you know? Mm-hmm. Like if Thor Ragnarok was this deep emotional piece that happened to have funny lines in it and that movie won an Oscar and Jeff Goldblum got nominated for best supporting actor, that man, 95% of that movie was doing just improv improving. Mm-hmm. So who should really win that award? Not the writer. You ain't write anything. That person said, that's fine. I'm gonna do my own thing. That person So where now, do you think I'm that done. would sit with I uh, hate that. Jojo I'm done with this. Huh? Where do you think that would sit with Jojo Rabbit? Because Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Uh that one I love Jojo Rabbit. Uh, that was great writing for adaptive uh, screenplay. Yeah, because it's well written. Because it's Taika Waititi getting to tell the story his way. And granted, he is getting to tell this movie his way. I feel that, but I'm also just like, but it has that Marvel sheen on it. And I and I'm starting to I'm starting to have MCU fatigue. I think it's starting to set in on me, and I hate that. And I don't want that to be the case because okay. I love this stuff. This is but I honestly, in my heart of hearts, I'm starting to feel like they're not wowing me anymore with anything. Like when I look at Ragnarok, 
there are moments that still when I we just rewatched it that still hit man like there are oh my god moments like that was awesome moments in this one this one I, okay I will I will like there aren't hype moments in this movie there aren't mm-hmm. things that stick out that are really cool like in Thor Ragnarok you can really you can think of the bridge fight you can immediately think of Hulk versus Thor you can immediately think of uh, um, Valkyrie being a badass you can think of there are different moments that just like you remember and stick with you I don't know if I'm a lot of this movie is going to stick with me and that's how I feel right now after my first viewing I am going to watch it again and we may have to revisit this movie again just so I can see if I still feel the same. I don't want to wait too long and then let like my feelings fester and kind of settle in. Um, mm. I don't want to be that kind of person. I'm going to give this movie a fair shake. But as of right now, I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I should have. Um, like Christian Bale is one of my favorite actors. He did not. He did a lot. But I wanted so more. No I wanted more. Like I wanted, okay. like I'm tired of movies not being able to follow the villains anymore. Like, can we follow more and movies. see what he's doing? Like, it would have been nice to follow him so we can get his internal monologue. Like, yes, we have his motivations. We understand why he's doing what he's doing, but it would have been great to really live with him in that a little bit more throughout the movie. I wanted more of that because like Taika Waititi was just saying, oh, it's going to be the best villain the MCU's ever had. And I'm like, he said that? Yeah. Hmm. And I'm just like, cool. Where's that? Where's the cut of that movie? I want to see that movie because if i feel like if you have an actor with the caliber of christian bale it's just like give that man more to do i mean this is the mcu's track record though yeah they have that terrible track record with villains but i'm just like because it's also also like a lot of people have said that oh taika watiti did not care really care about the character of hella she was just there as a means to an end kind of thing and it's just like now i kind of feel that after watching this where i'm like you have you had two really awesome villains i'm sorry my dog is going nuts give me a sec so like you mentioned it like you like you like before sorry people we enjoy lunch you know get you something to eat get you a drink chill with us have a good time but yeah you were mentioning that like uh you saw, you saw somewhere that someone mentioned that oh it seems like taika watini doesn't care about hello I don't necessarily agree with it, but at the same time, I'm just like, because the MCU has a track record of their villains being just poorly written and just being underdeveloped, arguably. Mm-hmm. So the question is, is it really a Taika thing or is it more so just the MCU as a whole? I think it's MCU as a whole. Um, because I feel like after Thor Love and Thunder dropped, all of a sudden, everyone hates Taika Waititi. Now he, he's a, no one, I'm not saying you do. I don't hate Taika Waititi. I just don't like the direction he took this film in. Mm, right. It was more just emphasis on the jokes rather than like I saw all the comedic big after dramatic elements that were being played, you know, mm. the stuff with also by the way, everyone, spoilers from here on out. Oh, it'll be in the title. <laughs> that. Um like with Jane having her cancer great and i and i and i saw like the evolution of her just sort of being the mighty thor and sort of just pushing that to the side and trying not to think about it but it's like great would have been nice if we spent a little bit more time with her to kind of really get that not be ham-fisted about it but just sort of like hey let's hit on that a little bit you know like let's touch touch on that a little bit more you think um, the movie bit off more than it, uh, it chewed off more than it could actually handle? I just think it has so many different interesting elements that I wish we could have spent more time on rather than have more jokes. Hmm. Like, I would have loved to have spent more time with Natalie Portman with Jane and just really get into the inside of how she's feeling about this because, like, her mother died of cancer in the movie, so it was like, she knew eventually this might be an eventuality, so... 
it would have been nice for conversation about it or like just her conversation just like yeah like let's actually talk about our feelings for a second people instead of just making jokes about everything everything can't be a joke but that's what the movie is this movie's a comedy because i mean because we do see her like visually trying to figure out if there's a way for her to save herself which I mean, which kind of capitalist whole thing. Yeah, but. real quick, and then we dropped that. And it's like, great. How about with your newfound time? Like, and I get it. And I don't like the fact that they had to do this, but the fact that her being the mighty Thor made her cancer worse. Like, because in the comics, mm-hmm. it like sort of stops it. And like the longer she is the mighty Thor, the better it is for her in the comics. And this one is like, the longer she's the mighty Thor, it's bad for her. And it's like, did we do all this just so she can come back as Vixen? Because if that's the case, who's Vixen? She comes back as a Vixen. Uh, like Vixen I figured, in the so, okay. Because I thought, because one of my, my biggest like complaint about this movie besides Gore was that, oh, I thought they was going to use Eternity to save Jane. Like, that's where I thought we were heading. I'm like, oh. I thought so too. Yeah, but I'm like, I'm thinking like maybe uh, Natalie Portman only signed on for one movie. So after that, oh, I firmly believe this is a Natalie Portman like. So that's why she's dead. But she's not though. You don't show her in Valhalla because it would have been one thing to just be like, she's dead. It's done. It's over. Move on. But it's like you left that window open. I thought that was just a a, again. just like a she's nice died in the like, comics. Oh, she's died in the comics and then came back as mm. Valkyrie. Not oh, Vixen. Okay. All right, Valkyrie. She comes back as a Valkyrie. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was just interesting. I thought that ending was just like, oh, see, she made it. She died in battle. She's happy. She's with Heimdall. Boom. Move on. Like I wasn't like for me, I didn't think that was leading towards something else. Really. Come on, man. Because when they killed her off, I was like, okay, yeah. She probably didn't want to do another movie. So they were just like, all right, cool. She's dead. Bam. She's in Valhalla. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. No, nah, she's coming back. You think so? Yeah. I think Natalie Portman working with someone like Taika Waititi reinvigorates her a little bit with this character. And she might be like, hey, let's explore this. Might, which could be There's the same a- thing said about Christian Bale as well. I don't think so, because he was like, I'm not in the MCU. I'm doing this movie, but I'm not in the MCU. So, Christian Bale, done. <laughs> which, can we, side note, can we get into that? Um, what in the Pennywise is the score? <laughs> the God Butcher. <laughs> this is not the character whatsoever. He was a good character. I like his characterization of the character. It's just, it's just not gore. I think because like reading that like I, I read I, that first arc and I'm like I'm not terrified of this dude it takes three Thors to stop gore yes none of this like again that's where I feel like our expect I that's why I went into this movie with trying to have lower expectations because like multiverse of madness really bummed me out in terms of like what I w- wanted and what I got which also that's thank you for bringing it up i'm sorry we we're going all over the place but um but that was the other question i wanted to bring up because you mentioned superhero fatigue when do you think that started for you because for me that was going on from i'd say loki to dr strange but like i love miss marvel and i i'm entertained by thor moon knight we can skip because i don't really no way home that was fun moon knight for me i think is when it started because i'm like that show bored me Hmm. I really wish it didn't, but it bored me. I, I was not super interested in, in that show. Like, there are a lot of good stuff in it. Like, the acting's great and all that jazz. But, like... But you gave me a kaiju fight at the end of the movie, at the end of the show, which I did not want. I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't care about that. Like, I'm here for the character of Moon Knight, Jake Lockley, Steven, and, and the other guy. Like, that we never got until the very end. And like, who was it, Jack? Well, no, Jake Lotley is the guy at the end. Um, it was Steven and- Oh, the chauffeur. Matt, okay. Matt, Mike. Oh, Mark. Mark, yeah, Mark Specter. Um, mm-hmm. 
like from, from the majority of comics I've read about Moon Knight, characters a little bit more interesting than all this. And I didn't get to see a lot of those interesting elements. And I'm like, <clears throat> don't introduce characters if you're not really gonna to delve into their full capacity. Like, cause these characters could be so much more than what they do with them, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And I hate that, like Dr. Strange specifically is like, why is he better in other people's movies and not his own? I don't get it. Like Thor, <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> How come Taika Waititi can give this man his gloves? But in his movies, he can't wear gloves. Also, why does he need a sling ring? Stupid. I, I And I won't keep bringing that up, but like, Dr. Strange does not need a sling ring. It's a dumb concept and needs to be dropped. He should just be able to do it. Yeah, but yeah, that that's, uh, it was just interesting. Because like, for me, like, WandaVision, all right, Falcon Winter Soldier, I rewatched that on Saturday. And I think that is a solid, like, six episodes from start to finish. I am entertained. That and is like, something. Going, like, a retro continue. I think one day I am going to, like, actually sit down and, like, binge a bunch of these shows. Because I feel like, I feel like these shows were probably made to be binged. Mm -hmm. And they didn't know it. So I feel like week to week, some of these shows, I just felt like, well, this episode wasn't as good as this one. Or the plots. Kind of, and, and that's my thing with the shows. They all lag at some point they all mm -hmm. lag and then the finale usually isn't as gratifying as you would want it to be mm -hmm. and i think that's been true for most of the mcu tv shows as of right now i know we're not talking about tv shows but it, like but it's also one of the problems of the mcu as a whole also just the fact that there's just too much mm -hmm. there's so much mcu that it's just like and I never thought I'd be the one to say that. I mean, literally, what Mar Miss Marvel finished this week? Give us what maybe uh, four weeks later, She Hulk about to drop in August, probably. Then yeah, Black then Panther, Black Panther in November. November. Then whatever is Ant Man the Wasp or Ant Man Three, whatever it is, it's probably going to drop. Maybe. You got the Secret Wars joint. Um, Armor Wars, Iron. I'm looking forward to those two. A lot. Mm. Actually, because one, I've always been a fan of War Machine as a character and a concept. Um, so I'm I'm just happy that Rhodey's gonna finally get his time to shine. Mm. Not just because he's black, but because I grew up reading those comics and because Rhodey was black. <laughs> I was like, yeah, black Iron Man, let's do it. Mm -hmm. But in terms of this, like, yeah, man, I love Don Cheeto as an actor. So I'm just like, finally, let's give this man something to do because y'all been keeping him on this leash where he can't go off and like get Oscars, yo. So let's do something with him. Sam Jackson, I'm looking like, I love my Sam Jackson. I love him as Nick Fury. So give me my Secret Wars and let's actually make that epic. That's all I really want for that show is just to be epic. Like, I want that show to be epic. I want um, Armored Wars to really have a good, solid introduction because I think what people are missing is that's not going, that's going to be Hawkeye, but with War Machine, where it's literally, uh, what's her name? Riri, whatever her name is, Ironheart. She's going to be introduced, but the show's really going to be about her and something that Rhodey has to deal with. But see, that's the thing. She's going to introduce the Black Panther. And this promotion or where she's like, introduced Iron Man suit. But she's going to like read her true character introduction in Armored Wars. And then she'll get her own six episodes as well. Yeah. I'm sure she's gonna be one of those girls that Shuri helped in like Chicago or whatever. Like, yo. Mm -hmm. So okay. But yeah, that's that's just my thing about hero fatigue. Because like for me, like Falcon Winter Soldier, like my top five of this phase is. Miss Marvel, uh, Hawkeye, Falcon Winter Soldier, um, No Way Home, and Thor: Love and Thunder. That's because it, that's because everything else is like meh, you know. So, and and I feel like I'm basing these five these top five off of a phase that hasn't really been as impressive as we're used to seeing. 
you know, like No Way Home is good because it has nostalgia attached to it. Yeah, but also the nostalgia didn't take over the plot. Right. The nostalgia was there in service of the plot. Right, exactly. But yeah, I I just wanted to bring that up because you mentioned it. I was just like, okay, when did it actually start for you? But for you, you said Moon Knight and whatnot. So It might have been earlier, but I mean, in terms of the first thing that I actively was like, I didn't like that, was Moon Knight, for sure. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, back to Thor: Love and Thunder. Um. Yeah, Gore was just a big disappointment to me. Uh, probably the, the biggest disappointment of the entire movie. But um, do you have any other like questions about the movie? Like any curiosities or things that you want to talk about? Did you like the goats? Not when they were first introduced. Like when they were the guardians, I was just like, why are they here? But after a while, I was just like, all right, they're here. They come in during the zoo scene. And then literally when they hit the shadow world, I was like, goat scream. It happened. I laughed. So like eventually I grew to them. I don't necessarily know why they need to be like they got worse for me. No, that's why I totally get that. No, because that those streams can be annoying. Why? Why do those streams can be annoying? Because also, it's just like can be annoying over and over and over and over and over again. I get, I get the joke. Mm. It's not funny. Mm. Uh, I, I'm more questioned. Like, why did they necess- Why did they need a a sled and reindeer? Quote, quote unquote. Because in Norse mythology, that's what Thor actually has. Is a boat into deer. Two really. Gifts. Yeah. No, I hope that's not a God of War. comic thing, that's the actual lore thing. Like, you can read it. Because mm. then it confuses me, because this is where the retcon comes in. In Infinity War, Thor is just able to travel from the star that he made, Stormbreaker, right to the Battle of Wakanda. So now you need uh, something to, co- to conduct and focus the energy of Stormbreaker to travel everywhere. Now, yep. now in terms of continuity of the MCU, that's a dumb decision. But in terms of it just being funny for the movie, fine. Like, that's the only way. Like, again, that's where it comes back to the one reason. That's not like a joke movie. that's in service of the movie. Because the world that you set up <coughs> hates that Thor can just do this. Mm-hmm. And now he can. Well, that's all I was saying. Like, one of the reasons why I enjoy this movie is because it's because the biggest your, departure. Your axe is sentient now. I love Stormbreaker. <laughs> I like Stormbreaker as a weapon, so not jealous. as a sentient dog that gets jealous. I don't think he's a dog, a sentient dog. It's more so just like, hey, remember we were in a relationship here, sir. Because to me, that that always went back to the joke court Megan Thor Ragnarok, where it's like, oh, so like you had a very intimate and personal relationship with this hammer. It's like, oh well, now let's actually take that, that bit and expand. I get it. it. It's not necessary. Most of the things in this movie, again, that's why I love this movie because it's the biggest departure from a Marvel movie. Like, none of these things are actually necessary, but for me, they were just funny to see. Like, the entire movie is comedic bit after comedic bit. And that's really the only reason I like the big reason why I truly enjoy this movie is because I was laughing from start to finish. Like, in terms of continuity and interactions with the rest of the universe, none of it works not actually makes sense or fits in with anything and i seem like that's where i understand why people why a lot of people don't like this movie is because a lot of it doesn't make sense within the story or and what they're trying to set up for whatever future but in terms of just this movie by itself and me having a good time i was entertained i had the ball so you were saying earlier that Gore, sure. You don't like gore. Can you mm. go deeper on that for a little bit? Just so I can really understand like <clears throat> what you so, didn't think about it. So I read that, again, I'm sorry to bring up comics, and I try not to, because I don't want to be like, because, you know, you and I are both... Like, yes, he's not... In the comics, not, this thing happened, blah, 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 you know. Not super similar to the original gore, but... Mm. 
it's just for me i i wasn't sure what they were trying to go with this with this specific specific depiction because when you first are introduced to gore he's yes he's like dehydrated all that stuff but he'd never seen that he was this sadistic and crazy and like oh i'm going to hide in the shadows i'm going to be pennywise the clown well that's what the sword nature i do i don't but I feel like the necro, what is it, the necro sword, necromancer, whatever it's called, thing. The necro sword. Yeah, I feel like that wasn't. It should be a symbiote. Just saying. No, literally, that's also why. Because I'm just like, all right, so is Noel a thing in this world as well? I hope Noel comes eventually, joins MCU, not Venom Eight. Well, see, that's the thing. I feel like it won't because. Have you seen the? We talked about the Spider Man, like Sony writes or whatever, where it's like if anyone writes a Spider Man centric or Spider Man, like adjacent character centric story in the comics, technically Sony owns that. So even though the King in Black story is a Venom story, it's technically still related to Spider Man. So Sony technically has the rights to that. Does Sony own like Spider Man? Like they don't own the Spider Man comics, though. No, I don't think they own Spider-Man comics, but I think they own the rights to adapt any Spider-Man comics. Yeah, they own their rights to adapt a lot of his rogues gal- characters created for Spider-Man. Yeah, so I don't know if they'll let Marvel adapt Null in the King and Black story ever. I don't really think that would be a thing. Like, as much as I would love to see it, but I don't think that would if ever Sony happen. Sony can get their act together and do something dope. I watch a I watch a Venom movie with Nolan from Sony. I'll watch that. Yeah, but first we gotta watch uh, um, what's it called? Madam Web. Before that, because that's starting to fall apart. I see. Uh, um, Cra- uh, Craven the Hunter. Yeah, Craven the Hunter, and I'm just like, yeah, <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> Craven the Hunter movie. Why can't we just have Craven Hunter fight Spider Man in a movie? Why is this difficult? I don't know. And after I watched what is Venom the point two, of making yeah. all these movies? Are they, they funneling money? <clears throat> what money? Morbius ain't make no money. So what money? Somewhere out of state. I don't know. Somewhere out of the country. Venom probably number one in some country somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. But like that's pretty much my main, my, my my main thing with Gore is I'm just like a character who takes. Thor from the past, Thor from the present, Thor from the future to stop. He wasn't really threatening to me in this. Like when you call yourself Gore the God Butcher and then you don't even like, like I wish, this is this is also where your story kind of comes into it for me where I wish Gore had made an appearance at the Omni, um, whatever the city that has all the gods. It was like, this is a perfect time for him to show up. I thought so. I was waiting for that moment. See, and that's the thing that I felt like was really missing for Gore's. Like, I was waiting for that moment where Homeboy goes where he off. shows off. Mm. And now you just find this whole movie. He killed a bunch of Asgardians we don't care about. Mm-hmm. Kidnapped children for no that reason. we don't care about, except one. And they weren't really needed for the plot until the end of the movie. Killed a bunch of gods off screen mm-hmm. i'm tired of the mcu doing a lot of character development a lot off of screen. action sequences off screen i'm sorry i signed up to watch a superhero movie mm-hmm. show me the action show it to me show me gore going give me a montage at least of him going around killing different gods why mm-hmm. not why not? I get it. It's Disney. It's the MCU. Probably don't want to do just Merc and dudes, but it's like, but yes, our main leader character, our main protagonist can just go Merc Zeus. Mm-hmm. Or Amon Ra, since you introduced mm-hmm. Moon Knight maybe a few weeks prior. It's like, oh, those guys would also know this place exists, right? Or mm-hmm. what about... Uh, Black Panther Bass, like, what about them? Like, there's so many things and so many guys that could have been introduced. I would have been fine if Jesus popped up. In that That's scene. why I also want to see this movie again, because it would be really nice to, like, just sort of scan the audience, mm. just see what Easter eggs are there of gods, of different cultured gods. 
I'm sure mm-hmm. that's mainly what's there is like actual historical like right because there were celestials which by the way they just pop up randomly in this movie yeah i didn't like that either i'm like no that's a we are literally dealing with a problem with that no you don't just throw that in for a yuck yuck joke and that's my problem with a lot of the mcu formula now where it's just it's blatantly Mm -hmm. obvious Mm -hmm. and i'm kind of tired of that like man I'm gonna just go watch the Batman again. That's all. That's all. Which okay. That's speaking of because I watched. You know, you saw the picture. I watched this last night. My goodness, that movie gets better every rewatch. Like every time I watch, I'm just like I'm. In, I am impressed. Which also, I'm glad you brought that up because I learned that Thor: Love and Thunder used the volume um, Unreal Engine system that I looked up to see what other things used. And I was like, oh, the Mandalorian. Oh, the Batman used this for a majority of its scenes. Yeah, where you been, dog? Oh, I, I never looked up. Like, literally, I haven't looked up anything about the Batman until I bought the 4K Blu-ray. I was just about the volume in general. Like, oh, I, I haven't really watched. Like, I, I, I haven't watched the Mandalorian. So, so like, I haven't really, like, paid attention to You watched The Expanse. They used the volume, too. Wait, which one? The Expanse for the final season. Wait, what show? The Expanse. Oh, they use the volume in that too? Yes. See, I did not know. This is literally news to me. I did not know they used the, the volume in that show. <clears throat> Good job, Expanse. Wonderful. But yeah, I'm just looking. I just wanted to bring it up because I'm like, oh, Thor uh, is one of the most expensive MCU movies. I think Batman is close behind it in terms of price. It takes a team of people to operate the volume that thing is expensive because mm. you can't change it once you lock it in because like like literally you have to think about the scenes before you even start filming yeah and then to get that ready on the day which also sucks as a person would be like yeah i want to fix this and then you know that costs thousands of dollars just to fix a thing like it's rough people forget that when they look at these kinds of things where it's like yeah some of it doesn't always look great just because like you lose a lot of depth like actual depth mm-hmm. and and in, in um, the obi-wan series which don't worry folks one day star wars is going to take over this channel i promise um no, it's gonna happen buddy as soon as transformers is done hello star wars I mean, it's not like we're getting to Transformers anytime soon, though. <laughs> That's the funny thing. They're working on it. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I'm trying to find the article where it talked about uh, the MCU, like how the ranking their budgets for every movie. I literally had it, but I can't. I don't care how much they spend on it. No, I'm just curious. No better cause... concise stories. No, because I was saying, like, yeah. here we are. The Batman, a movie came that came out months prior using the same technology. Which, granted, that movie also had more time to be developed than Thor Love and Thunder, probably. Yes. And also, Warner Brothers throws money at Batman movies. Now. They didn't for a very long time. But now they do. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Batman's worth the money. Batman's always worth the investment for Warner Brothers. Is Thor worth the investment for Marvel? I don't don't think so. Maybe when he's in... I just feel like the wrong lessons were learned from Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I know we haven't spoken about super specifics of this movie yet, or at all. Um, And it's just like, listen, if you're watching this video, you've seen the movie. Um, I'm not about to sit here and run down the entirety of this movie beat, beat for beat. If you want that, go watch the movie again. Or you want that, go find another podcast. I just, <clears throat> like, the bit with all the kids getting powers, that was cool, that was neat, that was neat. You know, there was some funny stuff in here, like, there were moments I did laugh, but it was nothing like, I never out loud laughed. Like, it was always like, <laughs> like, I never just had that guttural, like, ooh, I want to slap my knee, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I just never had any of those moments, but I can vividly see the ones in Thor Ragnarok where I'm like, yo, that's funny, that's funny, that's funny, that joke lands, that joke lands. And this one, I'm just like, 
it's all right. It's just one, it just feels like one of those like C-list comedians that gets a Netflix special that's not really great or memorable, but like they got here somehow. Like they're a good comedian, but this probably wasn't their best night. And that's what we got for some reason. So that's how I feel like right now. It's just mid. It's not offensively bad. It's not great. So where it's would you just, like face four? Okay. I'm curious. I, I can't do that right now. I I honest, I I respectfully won't do that. I have to watch it again. No, I, and I'm serious. I think the fact that I was also tired probably hampered myself a little bit. Maybe I wasn't able to like pick up on a lot of the jokes or something like that. So I'm gonna give it another shot and try again. But I mean, I will right put it now, this way: it's all right. It's okay. It's not. This movie is nowhere impressive. as terrible as the Transformers: The Last Night is. That's my level. I'm like, that's the worst movie I've ever seen. So if it's if if a movie ever reaches that level, then it's bad. Then it's real bad. But we're neither here nor there. But yeah, so um, I guess that's your final thoughts for the movie. Um, for me, uh, I was entertained. Uh, this is the biggest departure from a Marvel movie, and I think that's probably why I enjoyed it. For me, the jokes land. My favorite scene that's was weird. You know, it's weird. Hmm. I want Kevin Feige to watch RRR. I do. I want him to watch that movie and just be like, hey, can we have fun again? Can we have some fun again and just like actually go for it and just like everything else be damned? Just like really go for it. I really want the MCU to just be like, screw it. We're going all balls to the wall. Like we're throwing all our stuff out. Like Whatever your next big event movie is, like, I want you to just pull out all the stops. Just shoot your load. Do it. Because something like RRR, it's fun. It's engaging. Best rom-com I've seen in the last couple of years. Best buddy cop movie I've seen in a couple of years. Best action movie I've seen in a couple of years. Best mm. musical Fancy. I've seen in a couple of Not best musical I've seen, you know. this America, we... We do got a lot on musicals, but like that movie had it all and I was thoroughly entertained and I will forever remember scenes from that movie. Thor Love and Thunder, I will not as of right now. Mm. And I just feel like <clears throat> the way they were telling the story, the way they use action, the way you got to really spend time with the characters to really get to know them and see how they're feeling, what they're thinking. It's like, yeah, can we do that again in America, please? Can we do that in our superhero content again? Because that's essentially a superhero movie without superhero powers. And that was better than anything that Marvel put out this year. Straight Which up. Which I'm happy for, like I'm happy that another franchise or movie did better than whatever the top grossing film yeah. franchise of all time. I'm happy Top Gun did too. Which that's now the top grossing movie for Paramount ever. Like it beat Titanic. Yeah. Which says a lot. Cool. But yeah, um, that's our final thoughts. Uh, as you can see, this is probably, I would say it's probably the most like divisive Marvel film to date. The last one being Eternals, but even that I feel like wasn't as divisive for people as much as this. That's is. because no one knew what to expect from Eternals. Every mm. everybody who's been part of the MCU from the get go has an opinion about Thor because mm. we have now have four Thor movies, two that are very similar and two that are very similar. Which, which speaking of, I forgot to ask you, how do you feel like now? Marvel's reaching where like their characters are now getting four films. Like Thor is the first one, but do you think it'll happen again? With I wish characters? it was Iron Man, but because mm-hmm. like we can count Cap, but like it's really more so Sam Wilson's Captain America, not yes. Steve. So like, like the title right. will get four. That films, trilogy but... is done. The continuation of the character of the mantle of Captain America will continue, but this is Sam Wilson's first movie, and mm-hmm. gosh darn it, I'm glad he 
did get one because I was about to be real upset if he just got another show. Because I'm like, no, he needs that attention, that care, and that love, and that that detail, budget. that Captain America, specifically a budget. Because um, like his character deserves that. I'm not sitting here saying like, oh, Anthony Mackie deserves it. I'm saying no, the character of Sam Wilson deserves that kind of care and attention. Mm-hmm. Also, he's getting that movie because you need that black guy on the team and we lost that black guy sadly so gotta replace him with somebody well, we need a team first just in general we don't need another avengers like the avengers aren't always working together all the time in the comics unless you're just reading avengers comics but for the most part they all do their stuff uh-oh, guys, we got a problem. I can't take care of it by myself. Can you guys help? Heck yeah, we can. Avengers Assemble. You know, mm-hmm. so like, I'm fine with that, but like, if we're leading to everyone's fighting Kang, cool. Can we start to see that take shape? Uh, we got and I, and I, too. And I'm and sure Miss Marvel, the ending probably leads to something that's great. Can't wait to see it. And I haven't seen it yet. You have, so shish. But I wish we could have saw the, like, besides just Loki, I wish we could have, con- because when I saw Loki, I just thought, oh, we're going to keep seeing the seeds fall into place with what phase four actually is. And mm. that's not what we got. It's just like we took a detour. It's like, and it, granted, I'm not saying, sitting here saying we have to just be like, let's introduce some MacGuffins that we can use that Kang will use in the Ultimate Avengers movie. No. We did that with Thanos and the Infinity Stones. Don't want to see that again. But like, <clears throat> have there been any ramifications for what Loki has done? Have we seen any of that? Or is that just to his show specifically? Well, they don't know. That I know they wouldn't know, but it's just like the fact the that- The only multiverse thing has been Spider-Man and that isn't even really because of Loki. Yeah, but that was also supposed to come after- uh, Doctor Strange multiverse meant like the order of things got real out of whack, which is also a shame because mm. No Way Home was supposed to come after Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. Mm. Like just in timeline wise, that those events take place after. Okay. Um, you know, say because we won't wait, we won't see anything until Ant Man three to do with anything with Kang. I feel I know, and that's fine. But it's just like the reason why people were slowly getting hyped for Thanos is because we were hinting at him mm-hmm. for a little while. Like we knew what was coming down the pipe. The biggest hint is just uh, Wong out here collecting items and checking everything yes can we discuss that movie. can we focus on that can we actually see what the ragtag team of the current avengers are actually doing when people say oh there won't be another avengers movie why you have an active avengers team working on stuff can we see what they're doing i don't like listen it's not even an active avengers team it's just long calling people that he knows like hey you recognize this yeah recognize but that? if there's a legit problem all of those people would come together and that's your squad Mm. Uh, apparently there's a cruise that has like a specific avengers thing where it's sam wilson captain marvel and a couple of other people and it's like a completely weird different team but they're the avengers for this cruise specifically like it's wild and like it's with those actors doing dialogue doing fight scenes like they shot a whole thing for a disney cruise and they call these people the avengers Just saying. Just saying. We can do stuff with these people. You just choose not to because you need a break. And I get that. And if you need a break, Kevin Feige, should have taken a longer one. But I'm if just saying. Could like, just stop making movies for a while. <laughs> like, it's not yes. possible, but. But, like, I'm just saying, man, like, when you have things. Like, I know we're not talking about Miss Marvel yet, but when you have things that are as solid as The Boys, as. Stranger Things was for me this season as um, Umbrella Academy this season. I'm just like, Marvel, step up. Because you are not 
like your stuff is not the top stuff currently because the boys better than any disney plus show i've seen so far besides the mandalorian but that's different mandalorian and the boys are two different things but like the boys are three for three i know we're about to review that and so spoiler mm. alert for that everybody but like they're three for three dog like in terms of quality of their season three for three umbrella academy two for two yeah, you know I can't help you there. Stranger Things, two out of four. Ain't bad. Um, four seasons. Whew. So, I just, I yeah, want the you to continue to succeed, but I also need them to try. Mm-hmm. Try. Find, find, find that new vision and really, like, hone it. Don't rush these things out. Like, we don't need something every few months just to to be here. We're here. Like the MCU has us. And I think they fail to realize that as like, no, you you've done it. Your hard work is done now. All we expect now as the as your consumers is just quality, quality entertainment. That's all I asked for. And this was okay that's love and thunder ladies and gentlemen (laughs) that's the title for love and thunder was dot 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 okay (laughs) Uh, but no um, check out all of our um other videos for the splash of thor series uh they're up on spotify there uh the playlist will be linked down below in this description also help us get to 100 subscribers let us know are there any other videos let's get to 50 people come on now come on now Uh, yeah now. help us get to 50 subscribers you know the whole nine yards um yes 100 preferably but at, at the very least like yo tell your friends tell your friends share like subscribe come on let's have a good time guys you know i know there's a million youtubers out there who talk about the mcu and dc and all this and all that um we're just two guys who have been talking about this stuff for years and just wanted to talk about it with the Mm. camera on our faces we're not trying to become big youtubers and be part of some youtube rewind video that's not it's not we're here for we're here to have fun and just get our thoughts out because we're like we do talk for hours (laughs) i as well turn into if we can turn this into our day job that'd be great because you know life sucks and working for other people doesn't get easier (laughs) it just gets worse and worse Right. So, so tell your friends. Tell help you. us continue to do this. So hit that like button, hit that subscribe, and that's Peace. Lit.